Hello, everybody. My name is Megan, and welcome to the Security Distillery podcast, the Sips and Quips series, where we talk with people who know the International Master of Security Intelligence and Strategic Studies, also called IMSIS, best. And today we have a new guest with us. We have Maria, which is the student representative of the 2021-2023 cohort. So hello, Maria. Welcome. Hello, Megan. Thank you for having me here. Of course, of course. Maybe can you tell the public where we are actually at the moment? Oh, we are sitting in a very beautiful Italian cafe. It's called uh, La Vie en Rose and it's in the city center of Trento. It has very beautiful paintings here. And a very nice cappuccino. A very nice cappuccino. Because, yeah, at the moment we are studying at the University of Trento. But actually almost already done. It's almost already summer holiday. Oh, yeah. Time flies. Time flies. Exactly. So, yeah. Welcome, Ria. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Before we start, can you maybe just introduce yourself to the public? Uh, Tell us where you're from. What did you do before IMSIS? And why did you choose to study IMSIS? So, I am from Greece. I studied primary school education for my bachelor and then I did a master on social issues of education. And uh, my dissertation was about education and political violence. That's exactly the reason why I joined um, the DC master, because I realized that there is a big gap between education and security, the one that we should not ignore. And I came here to study better uh, security related issues. That sounds very interesting. Can you maybe tell us a little bit more about the relation between political violence and education the, that you studied in your thesis? Oh, this is very interesting and this is also a big domain. So actually my, my thesis is, uh, has two parts. The first one is uh, about theories of political violence and how um, the educational level and uh, the economy of the country in relation with educational level can uh, influence incidents of political violence and uh, how the educational system can transmit a culture of peace or a culture of violence. And then the second part was uh, research on the field. I interviewed uh, 30 teachers of uh, public primary schools in Greece to tell me how they see the educational system and if in the end it facilitates the educational learning as a a deliberative process or not. And in your research, did you focus on Greece or any other parts of the world? I I focused in Greece because the research on the field was about Greece and specifically from primary school teachers that work in public schools in the municipality of Thessaloniki. So it was very, it, it was a case study actually. Oh, and then and then you decided to actually work as a primary teacher. That's very interesting. <laughs> oh yes, it is very interesting. It's true. It was a unique experience. I think we can link this well to what this podcast is also about. Because when we when we invite our guests, we also would like to ask them a security related problem to in the country that they are from. So being from Greece, we're just gonna jump right to it. What do you think is the biggest security-related problem at the moment that maybe people don't know that much about, but should be should know more about. I think that the youth unemployment is a security-related issue that we need to address uh, because you have so many young people, well-educated young people, because uh, in Greece we are uh, studying in a university for sure because uh, universities in Greece are free and this is something very good and 
many people also have a master's, but in the end they end up not having a job, so they cannot survive. Mm -hmm. And this creates uh, frustration among the younger generation. And also these people that in the end find a work, uh, the basic salary is very low, so they cannot sustain themselves, at least not as much as they would like or... And and what is happening right now in the Greek society? Do people are just many people unemployed? Do people maybe look for jobs abroad? Yes, the the unemployment rate in in Greece is very high, but uh, the majority of the young people that are well educated, as I told you, are leaving the country because uh, it is a very uh, used phenomenon of going uh, to work in other European countries. For example, there are many, many doctors that studied in Greece and then they went to Germany to work because they could give them jobs that they were well paid and Mm -hmm. everything. And would you say maybe you're one of these people being in Italy at the moment? (laughs) (laughs) For now I'm studying, but you don't know about the future, maybe. Maybe yes. Yeah, yeah. And you know, brain drain has... uh, its disadvantages, its negative effects, because uh, you have a country that invests in educating youth and then you cannot keep these people in the territory of Greece and make them productive for the Greek society and for the Greek economy. You just prepare them to work and be productive for another country. Yeah, and I think this is a problem that maybe it's more related to soft security instead of this hard traditional security that maybe we study more about in this master and people think about what they think about when they yeah, think of security. For sure, you know, this is a prejustice that security is only about military or police. I think that security is mainly of all the other things as culture, education, economy and diplomacy. Do you think this problem right now in the Greek society got worse after the financial crisis? Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. And don't even think that the financial crisis is over in Greece. It's not. I mean, the economy is getting better because we have more foreign investments, but the Greek people is not that they are living better than they used to live. Actually, the basic salary is even worse than it was 10 years ago. And do you think this is also linked to political violence in the Greek society? Do you actually see political violence as a result of this brain drain? Mm, Of this brain drain, actually, I don't see political violence. But from the frustration of people that are still in the territory of Greece and they are just so angry with all these policies, yes, because you have many demonstrations and protests. Uh, against uh, various of social and political things that they end up fighting with police officers or breaking... It has actually led to violence also. Yes, exactly. Uh, Or breaking marbles in the city center of Athens. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you don't see any advancements made by the government to address this problem of young people moving abroad? Do they maybe Mm. hire, like, the salaries or anything like it? Uh, You know, there is a bit of increase in salaries um, this one or two years. Um, Basically because the prices are getting higher and higher. Mm -hmm. And this is why the the, the basic salary is a bit higher than it was before, like 50 euros. Um, 
Yeah, but I feel like with the latest, oh. the recent developments of increasing pricements, that's not going to cover it, I'm afraid. Oh, you definitely not. But it's not possible for young people are under 30 years old in Greece to start building a family. I mean, yeah. you, you see it, of course, there are these expe- exceptions, but it's not the rule. Because I guess then people live with their parents for a longer time because they cannot afford um, rents. Of course. Um, so yes. yeah, it doesn't it doesn't better the quality of life, I would say, to <laughs> live sure. with your parents until <laughs> <laughs> your end 20s. For sure. So all this, Megan, makes me think that uh, security is about daily life. And security is mostly about social life. So how we live with other people around us, how we work with other people and how we educate the young generation to be. Yeah, no, I understand because security is not only about being safe. It's also about feeling safe and feeling well um, in your own body and in your daily life. It's very important for for the population of a country to be able to sustain themselves and be able to live the life they want to, I think. That's to reach self-fulfillment, Megan. <laughs> exactly. I think that's in the end also what security is about for us on a personal level. Instead of just looking at countries that are at war or not and realism and all these political theories, it's more um everyday life. Things. Exactly, exactly. No, it's very, very important that we we talk about this today, Maria. Um, and do you think you might want to um, do something with this knowledge you have on the link between education and political violence? Um, or like, what would you want to do after IMSIS? <laughs> Megan, <laughs> it's a difficult question, I know, but I have to ask. <laughs> yes, of course. So... I definitely want to, to to raise awareness about this link uh, because, for example, the only way that I have seen so far education linked with security is through um, prevent policies in education. But this is kind of good and bad at the same time. So, for example, if you look at the prevent program of the UK, you can see that the prevent program is spotted in in spotting the possible terrorists and putting them back in the right way. Because it's the prevent, Preventing Radicalism programs you're talking about, right? Yes, exactly. Uh, but preventing radicalism is much more than just spotting a person which doesn't have mainstream ideas. Preventing radicalism comes from giving a, an education that is truly critical, that really permits the young people to think to to learn how to think and to learn how to judge and to be open into multiple perspectives and being more tolerant which i believe that our societies are trying but they are not as tolerant as they should be according to the the new standards i mean in every let's say sensible phenomenon that uh, the school is teaching to to the people, to the young generation. It is important to be addressed. The question is how we address this in in practice in school. And if 
our educational practices and the whole educational system permits these young people to uh, deliberate uh, from all these stereotypes to express their their alternative thoughts and not just putting them in the mainstream way of thinking. Yeah, exactly. This critical view that exactly. education brings young people is is very important in today's society. I would yes, say. the critical pedagogy, I would say, more yeah, scientifically. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Well, Maria, I just want to thank you very much for sharing your views and your experience in this field. Uh, I think it's very interesting and it's definitely a topic that many people don't know that much about, but it's very important because, as you said, it's more about this soft security where, whereas people tend to think of security more as this hard traditional military power, but these everyday human aspects of security might be just as important. So thank you, Maria, for joining us. Thank you, Megan. And as you said, security is something that we see and we live every day. Yes. So let's let's enjoy our cappuccinos now in this oh, beautiful yes. cafe. <laughs> so let's chin chin. Oh, no, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> we cannot chin chin with a cappuccino. Uh, in Greece, we have a prejustice. Oh, yes, a prejustice that <laughs> uh, can, you cannot uh, chin chin with a coffee. It's a bad luck. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But if if we would hypothetically, what would we say in, in what is cheers in Greek? Uh, yamas. Yamas. Okay, well, we will do it another day over mm-hmm. a nice aperon uh, mm-hmm. on the terrace in Trento. <laughs> uh, but for now, let's enjoy our amazing cappuccino. So thank you, Maria. And thank you to the public for tuning in. <laughs> and we will see you hopefully next time. Thank you, Megan, and thank you, everyone, next time, then. Bye-bye. Ciao. Arrivederci. Arrivederci.